From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Ah, romance. Valentine's Day is this Sunday, and what could possibly be more romantic than love songs? So we are bringing you a special preview of a very romantic concert coming up this Saturday, February 13th. The show is called Love is in the Air, a Valentine concert of opera, musical theater, and romance. And it happens at 7.30 p.m. at the Loveland Performing Arts Center in Provo, Utah. Find information online at utahlyric.org. And be sure and use the promo code LOVE89. We'll tell you again later. That gives you a discount on the tickets. It's our little Valentine's Day present to you. It seems the leading man in most operas is a tenor, so we are bringing you not just one, not just two, but three tenors to start our program. Individually, they're Isaac Hurtado, Brian Stuckey, and Nathan Northrup, and together they are Ultimi. We've had them on Highway 89 before, and we're so glad they could be here today to sing for us. We'll introduce a few lovely sopranos in just a few moments. Rebecca Pacheco is the pianist. She's also the director of the upcoming Valentine concert. Here is Ultimi performing a furtive tear from The Elixir of Love by Gaetano Donizetti. Oh. 
a furtive tear from the elixir of love music by Gaetano Donizetti that's ultimi performing that's an excerpt from the upcoming show love is in the air a valentine concert of opera musical theater and romance brought to us by utah lyric opera for information on this saturday's concert Look online, utahlyric.org. And you may have noticed cello playing, Brian Stuckey doing double duty as one of the tenors and playing the cello as well. Isaac Hurtado is a member of Ultimi. He's been here before. But until today, Isaac, we have never had reason to discuss in depth your love life. Ooh, that's prob <laughs> there's probably a reason for that. <laughs> so we're just going to do a few true or false questions, if okay. that's all right with you. True or false, you used to serenade girls to get dates and phone numbers in high school. This is absolutely true. Um, yeah, I, one one occasion we went to uh, the old Hardee's, which is no, no longer in, in existence, but in Provo. And um, after serenading the girl behind the counter who gave us a free burger, we scoped out a couple of BYU co-eds and uh, went over and serenaded them. And they asked us on some dates. So we were high school kids dating some some college kids because of the singing. Oh, so Older women. We felt really cool. <laughs> okay. So... Knowing that you used to do all that serenading, it, it was a surprise to me that to find out that you have an arranged marriage. Yes, yes, <laughs> th that is sort of true. We, um, uh, I was a missionary in Phoenix, Arizona, and my wife, who's from Phoenix, was at BYU, where I'm from, or Provo, where I'm from. And uh, I ended up meeting her family and, and for some reason kept getting transferred back into her home stake. So for in five wards in that stake, I was a missionary. And um, while I, I was working with her family and getting to know them, she was having dinner at my kitchen table here in Provo. <laughs> and my parents and my family were falling in love with her. And so by the time I got back, this is a year and a half later, um, you know, I, I asked her to play the piano at my uh, homecoming and... Uh, and the rest is history. But our, our parents and our families really uh, orchestrated the whole thing. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes the arranged marriage thing can work out. That's really <laughs> nice. Okay. So finally, true or false, onstage kisses are not as great as they look. Oh, no. They are different. Um, I've had to do that a lot in my life. And, uh, man, everyone's thinking about where they have to be next. And, they, and this bad breath and hot costumes and slobbery, sweaty nastiness most we're, of the we're time, getting so. the picture here okay <laughs> so, so such torture it is yes so thank you very much Thanks. so we are about to hear a duet now uh how could i ever know this is from the musical the secret garden music by lucy simon and we'll introduce the first of our sopranos we'll meet her in just a few minutes this is corianne johnson singing with nathan northrup how could i ever know Still need me so How can I say not to dream 
How Could I Ever Know? That's Corianne Johnson and Nathan Northrup from the musical The Secret Garden. This is the first time we've had Nathan Northrup on Highway 89. He's singing with Ultimi today, and besides having a great alliterative name, Nathan Northrup. He has degrees from BYU and the University of Michigan, and for about the last 10 years has lived in Germany, singing operatic roles and oratorios with various symphony orchestras, and helped found an ensemble of four male singers, various instrumentalists, performing spiritual music from the last 900 years in churches in the Cologne, Germany area. And he lives here in Utah now with his family. Nathan, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Did your parents know they were giving you a great stage name? You know, I don't think that crossed their mind at the time. (laughs) (laughs) It just worked. (laughs) It just worked. We're glad you're here. And we did hear that there was a little misunderstanding when you were newly married at BYU, starting to do opera scenes. There was a role that you were playing, and the question from your wife was, to kiss or not to kiss? That's right. Uh, In fact, it's Isaac's fault. He was singing the the role of Alfredo at the time in in the opera scenes workshop. And um, we were, my wife and I were sitting there out in the, in the audience watching it together, and we knew that La Traviata would be, the, the, the scene that they were doing, uh, would be the full production in the fall. And so um, she knew that I was going to audition for the tenor part of Alfredo. And when she saw that, that Isaac and the soprano kissed in the, in the scene, she turned to me and basically said, you are not auditioning for that role. <laughs> and I said, yes, yes, I am. She said, if you kiss another woman, I'm leaving you. I mean, you've, basically, you've basically kissed me goodbye. Well, I somehow convinced her that, you know, that's probably not how it's going to be. I promise we'll, we'll work it out. It'll be okay. 
we did the uh, the show the following season. I sang the role of Alfredo, and um, you know, after my first performance, curtain came down, applause and everything. My wife comes down to the green room to meet me afterwards, and she's looking at me incredulously and says, "Why didn't you kiss her? She was dying in your arms." <laughs> I thought, well. <laughs> There's a good reason for that. But, okay, but I understand by the end of your, your years that she became a little more okay with it. She did, yes. And I'm, that's a good thing because I've had to do it also many times <laughs> on stage. But Nathan, thank you for being with us. We're going to hear Ultimi now performing another number. The three tenors with Brian Stuckey performing cello as well. Nella Fantasia, of course, music by Ennio Morricone. Great, great music from... The, the film The Mission. We know this is Gabriel's oboe, but it's been adapted and lyrics written by Chiara Ferraou. Uh, this is music from 1986, but it is just feels so timeless.
Nella Fantasia, music by Ennio Morricone, and uh, I think the goosebumps are there at no extra charge. A beautiful ending there. We're going to hear a, a duet before we speak more. This will be Brian Stuckey singing together with Clara Hurtado Lee, Torna Miadir by Gaetano Donizetti. This is from Act Three of the opera Don Pasquale. Clara Hurtaroli with Brian Stuckey performing music by Donizetti from Don Pasquale. Torna Miadir. We were going to speak with Clara, but she has been on the show a number of times. We've spoken with her, and she said, sadly, she has only painful memories of Valentine's Day. <laughs> Not emotionally painful, but actual painful memories, like when she tried to share a chocolate-covered strawberry with her husband, and he accidentally bit her lip instead. So... <laughs> 
We'll skip the medical emergencies and continue. <laughs> We're listening to Love is in the Air, a Valentine concert of opera, musical theater, and romance. This is a preview of a concert happening this Saturday. It's brought to us by Utah Lyric Opera. The full concert is February 13th, 7.30 p.m., Go online to utahlyric.org for tickets, and we're giving you a promo code for a discount. It's LOVE89. Brian Stuckey, a repeat guest. I think, Brian, this may be your third time. Yeah, third or fourth third, even, maybe. Okay. <laughs> it's been An old you. friend. Welcome back. But again, with all the research we did before, we never, ever uncovered one very interesting fact about you until today. I'm a little scared. Is it really <laughs> true that it took you 10 years to marry your wife. It did take me 10 years. Okay. Yes. Was this like, you know, working for her father and earning 100 cattle or something? <laughs> or sort of biblical? Or how did No, that... I mean, we met, we met our freshman year at BYU, um, uh-huh. really the first weekend before school started, actually. So in that way, a very typical BYU romance. Um, but um, I, I kind of had this notion from the beginning that I needed to marry a musician, and so I friend-zoned Anne pretty quickly um, in our friendship. <laughs> but um, she, when she, pretty early on also, decided that um, this should happen. And uh, so, <laughs> so we had a few awkward moments in our, in our long friendship, but she was um, just such an amazing and cool person that um, like, it was worth handling the awkwardness to stay friends. And I heard it, uh, I read, in an email from her. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there are two sides to every story. Of course. There was actually maybe, I don't know, a friend or someone pointed this out to you. It was my was... brother, actually. Oh, okay. My brother, yeah. I had been, so I had moved to Chicago, and I had seen Anne the previous year. We had traveled around in England. We had a great time. We were still, we were still close. I was calling her all the time. I was in a relationship that wasn't really going so well, and I found myself, um, I kept calling Anne. <laughs> and I kept talking to her and I kept having so much fun in our every time we would have conversations. And I was talking to my brother and explaining all of my woes to him. And he was finally, he just said to me, Brian, it sounds like you're in love with Anne. And whatever it was, my heart was in the right place or something happened, like the, the light shone down and I realized <laughs> that I was in love with Anne. <laughs> Thank you. That is a perfect Valentine's Day story. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, we were talking with Rebecca, who is accompanying today, and we need to get her Valentine's story in here for just a minute because uh, you yourself are the musical director, Rebecca Pacheco, of, uh, Pacheco, of this concert coming up. Yes. And you really have quite a lot to choose from with these amazing voices you have. It's been an amazing honor to be able to work with some incredible talent here in Utah. So we just happened to ask, what's your Valentine's story? And you said that your husband proposed to you three times. Now that happens sometimes, especially when the first two are no, but I understand you said yes every time. I did. Now, my husband is not a musician, but he is quite the comedian and entertainer himself. And he proposed to me a year ago in January in L.A., at a big music convention that we met years before. And I was stunned, and of course I said yes. Now him, he, very similar to my personality, we like to keep each other surprised. He just would not take yes for an answer. No, he wouldn't. (laughs) He wouldn't make sure I really was sure, I guess. So the next month, the next two months actually following, uh, in January he proposed the first time I said yes, and then in February, happened to be Valentine's Day. We went to a gala party and he was the MC that evening with a live band behind him. And halfway through the evening, 
he decided to sing can't take my eyes off of you you know you're just too good to be true can't take my eyes off you he started singing that to me and the band comes in and he starts inviting me up to stage and i'm thinking okay this is great well i didn't realize that he t- had taken my wedding well the engagement ring at the time before the evening and i wasn't thinking anything of it and so he got down on one knee halfway through the song and proposed to me and of course everyone loved it and i'm laughing up a storm i can't believe he thought of another creative amazing way to propose and of course i said yes and then the following month we're on the ski lift and he proposed (laughs) once again with a whole bunch of snowboards and skis uh underneath taped uh will you marry me a whole bunch of chair lifts uh passing me and so that was very cute i bet he felt more secure the second and third time (laughs) I think so. And you know what? We did actually get married soon after. That is great. Here we are. He may still surprise you and ask you someday. It sounds like there's a pattern here. Possibly. (laughs) Rebecca, thank you very much uh, for playing it today and for musical direction for this upcoming concert Saturday. One of the ultimate songs for every tenor is, of course, Danny Boy. And we're going to hear a version you haven't heard unless you happen to have heard a trio tenor arrangement of Danny Boy. Of course, this is the Irish tune of Londonderry Air.
Londonderry air, the tune combined with lyrics by Frederick Weatherly, that timeless Danny Boy, such a beloved tune. Beautiful to hear it sung there by all three members of Ultimi. Sad love song, but there are a few sad love songs in the world. Corianne Johnson, thank you for being with us and singing earlier today. Thank you for having me. Corianne has a BFA in music dance theater, a master's in vocal performance opera from BYU, and has taught privately for 16 years. Her students have appeared on stages all across the country from Sundance to West Yellowstone to Broadway and Off-Broadway. And I think it's to say, safe to say you have been the music director for almost any show <laughs> people could name from the Fantastics or the Beggar's Opera with Tarzan and Susicle in between. You're Glad right. to have you here on the program. <laughs> so I understand you and your husband almost had a little Cupid on Valentine's Day. We sure did. 14 years ago tomorrow, actually. Um, he was measuring really big for, you know, his his age, I guess, in utero. And um, he, the doctors were really worried that um, delivery would be really hard for both of us. And so um, the earliest we could have him was the 14th of February and uh -huh. I thought, well, let's let's do it. That's a perfect a perfect day. Um, and but he had other plans, and my water broke on the tenth of February, and out he came, and he was a healthy nine pound four ounce baby. Oh my goodness, <laughs> we're glad he came early. <laughs> yes, me too. So, but in the long run, are you glad that he's not a February fourteenth baby? Yes, I am. I want him to have his own day, and I I don't want it to be you know surrounded by another. Uh, holiday or something so you like didn't that. Name so name him Amore or anything. We like. thought about it, but <laughs> okay. you know, decided against it. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I understand that we have found one musical that you have not really? been the music director for, director for, and that's Phantom of the Opera. You're right. It's okay. Phantom. <laughs> but we are going to have you sing from it. Great. So we're going to hear Corianne Johnson now with Isaac Hurtado singing the beautiful love duet, of course, from Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera. This is All I Ask of You. Mm -hmm. 
rock of darkness, forget these wide-eyed fears. I'm here, nothing can harm you. My words will warm and calm you. Let me be your freedom. Let daylight dry your tears. I'm here with you, beside you. Guard you and to guide you. From Andrew Lord Webber's Phantom of the Opera, All I Ask of You, Corianne Johnson and Isaac Hurtado. We'll hear another piece now from the trio Ultimi. This is from Georges Bizet's opera The Pearl Fishers, and it's a very famous number, usually called the Pearl Fishers Duet. 
but we are not satisfied with mere duets when we have three tenors here. So we are going to hear a trio version, and we want to dedicate this to some special supporters of Ultimi Karen and Leon Peterson. This is one of Karen's favorite pieces, and of course, the whole opera world loves and knows this piece. It's at the back of the Holy Temple, or the Pearl Fisher's Duet by Georges Bizet.
Ultimi, performing music by Georges Bizet, the Pearl Fishers duet, now the Pearl Fishers trio. Just performed live in studio from BYU Broadcasting on Highway 89. Tonight's romantic music, just a preview of Love is in the Air, a Valentine concert of opera, musical theater, and romance, 7.30 p.m. this Saturday at the Loveland Performing Arts Center in Provo, Utah. Go online for details, utahlyric.org. And because we love you, get it, Valentine's Day. Okay, we're giving you the promo code LOVE89 for a discount. Check it out again, utahlyric.com. Our thanks to our performers, beautiful performances by Isaac Hurtado, Brian Stuckey, Nathan Northrup, who together are Ultimi, plus special thanks to Clara Hurtado-Lee and Corianne Johnson, our sopranos and pianist and music director, Rebecca Pacheco. I am thrilled with the music we've heard. We, we are so grateful to all of you. Thank you as a group to for all of you for coming. If you are listening at home right now and you only caught part of the show, you want to hear the first part, hear it again, or share it, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Also, follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our associate producer is BYU student Abby Horlocker. And our producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>